It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, DC? We're back with another edition of Lockdown Wizards. I'm your host, Ben Mehich. I cover the team for SB Nation's Bulls Forever. You can follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Wizards. If you haven't already, go subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you prefer to listen to your podcast. We're going to chat a lot, a lot about the team's recent win against the Orlando Magic today. Bradley Beal's return and Denny Avdia finally having a good game. It's been a while. So let's get right into it. The Wizards, we, we talked about whether or not this game was a must win. It's kind of crazy to say that because the team is you know, 14 games below 500. The playoffs were a distant dream at this point. But you know, the Wizards still want that play-in spot. Hard to justify given their position in the standings. But that's the Wizards' stance. If you talk to anybody within the organization, they'll tell you that they want to make one of these play-in spots. They want to convince Bradley Beal that they're a winning team and, and, and give Russell Westbrook a reason to stick around and play for them. Um, it's hard to justify it again. Uh, they're 14 games below 500. Getting one of those lottery picks, I think, would probably be best for them. But lo and behold, they, they beat the Orlando Magic. It's it's The Wizards played well. They're, they're typically a poor three-point shooting team, but they made 19 threes on Wednesday. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal combined for seven for nine. Russell Westbrook hit all three of his three-point attempts. Davis Bertans came in, hit six threes off the bench. The Wizards really go as Davis Bertans goes. I understand that Bradley Beal's back, and we'll get a little bit into that soon. But the Wizards always play their best basketball when Davis Bertans is playing his best basketball. He's one of the best three-point shooters in the league. His season has really been cut short and hindered by the fact that he came into the season out of shape, didn't play in the bubble, um, was hurt. Got COVID, unfortunately, which was a setback. So this is a really unfortunate season for Davis Bertans, but had one of those classic Bertans games on Wednesday. 19 points off the bench, six threes, and the Wizards follow it along. You can see the energy absolutely shifts when Davis Bertans is playing that brand of basketball. And the Wizards, they really took it to the Orlando Magic. Robin Lopez scored 19 points off the bench. Anthony Gill, I just got a reference. He got some playing time off the, playing time off the bench. Four fouls in four minutes. Uh, take that for what, what you wish. But the Wizards, they took care of business here. Um, the, the Orlando Magic are in a stage of just pure rebuild. I won't call it tanking because that's not what the Magic are, are doing, I don't think. They have some interesting players in the roster. Wendell Carter Jr. being one of them. Otto Porter Jr. being another. We'll see what happens there with him. Cole Anthony showed flashes of being a high-volume sort of scorer. Um, I like him as a piece, I think, going forward. He reminds me a bit of, uh, I know it's kind of maybe a, 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 a difficult comparison to make, but Tony Parker, sort of. The way he gets into the paint, he plays with controlled pace. He has a nice-looking floater. He finishes tough shots around the basket. Um, he's obviously a very young player. His first year in the league. But he's shown flashes of being a high-level scorer. So the Magic might have something there. Obviously, once Markel Fultz comes back, it'll be interesting to see how they integrate the two. I think they can play together. I mean, Cole Anthony can shoot a bit. Markel Fultz, obviously, that's not his greatest attribute. But 
though Orlando Magic has some good good pieces here. It's just interesting to juxtapose, I guess, the the Magic's point of view and, and their perspective on on rebuilding uh, with the Washington Wizards, who are still basically share the same record as the Magic, but have two completely different goals um, on the season. The Magic are completely committing to getting one of these top picks. And the Wizards are still trying to get one of these play-in spots. It's hard to justify, but what does this win mean for the Wizards? It just means less lottery balls. It hurts their lottery chances. Um, if you ask me, and I think if you ask most people, that's not the best outcome for the year. But it's hard to really tell a group of professional athletes, especially the, a veteran like Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, that they should kind of just shut it down not compete it's not really a reasonable ask for these players and I think that's why the Wizards are going to keep competing and if Bradley Beal continues to play and we'll get into a little bit more about that later and, and, and whether or not he should keep playing but if he does keep playing with Russell Westbrook contributing a triple double basically every single night um, the Wizards might have a chance to win a few more games than they typically would have and that could have a, a real game-changing effect on their future the NBA, the entire future of your franchise can change with literally one lottery ball. I mean, think about it. The Wizards were one lottery ball away from getting Zion Williamson. Think about the trajectory of this roster if they had Zion Williamson on the, on the team. They'd be a completely different team. They'd have national TV games. Um, they would be nationally renowned. And they're not. And that's the difference. So if the Wizards keep winning games, they might miss out on a Cade Cunningham or, or a Jalen Suggs or an Evan Mobley. And that could have... Uh, years-long consequence uh, on the team's development and it remains to be seen that's not to say that this magic win will completely take them out of the uh, ability to get one of these top prospects I'm not saying that at all but if they keep winning games then they can make a difference but we'll talk a little bit more about Bradley Beal I think it's important wins and losses at this point in the year for the Washington Wizards they're important too obviously given the lottery implications but Bradley Beal's health if they want him to stay in DC want him to grow into the player that they think he can become this MVP player, his health is very important. And the way they manage his health, even more important. But before we talk about that, let's talk about headspace. Look, the Wizards are, are a stressful team to follow if you're a fan. And jokes aside, life can be stressful. But there are studies that show that meditation helps. I can personally say it helps me. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. If you feel overwhelmed, I know I do sometimes, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you, really all you need. If you have trouble falling asleep like I do sometimes, Headspace has a wind-down session for their members, and they really swear by it. And for parents, look, Headspace even has a morning meditation that you can do with your kids. It has it all. Go to headspace.com slash NBA. That's headspace.com slash NBA for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. That's the best deal offered right now. Go to headspace.com slash NBA today. Anthony, you know I'm a big car guy. I absolutely love my Honda, who I affectionately call Harold. Whenever I have issues with Harold, I go to rockauto.com, which is always so reliable. It's this low price. Why would I ever want to spend twice as much for the same parts when I can go to rockauto.com, save some money, but also get the same wonderful parts that I want. It's the best prices by the same professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. It's all the parts you'll ever meet. need on rockauto.com. 
Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast with the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bradley Beal is back. Look, after missing four straight games, Beal made his return on Wednesday. He scored 26 points. I get it. It's the Orlando Magic. But look, with Beal back, the Wizards' chances of winning games are obviously going to increase just by virtue of having him on the court. He's had one of the best seasons of his career, perhaps the best season of his career. He's become one of the best guards, if not players, in the NBA. Having him on the roster is going to change some things for the Wizards. But here's the important thing. We thought that Bradley Beal was dealing with this hip contusion. He landed hard a couple of weeks ago. But after the game, he said it might have been a little bit more serious. And I quote, he said, It's a little more worse than just a contusion. I've got some nerve stuff going on too. And he went on to say that part of me tonight didn't want to play, but I had to play. I had to push through it eventually. And Quentin Mayo provided more context on this. He said that Bradley Beal has been dealing with Merlagia peristatica. I, I don't even know if I pronounced that correctly, but it's a condition characterized by tingling, numbness, and burning pain in the lower body. If you've if you've heard this before, the fact that another Washington Wizards star is playing through pain, it probably concerns you because we know that John Wall did the same thing. And we know that John Wall's career was changed because of that. He wasn't able to become the player he could have become because he fought through injuries. And later on in his career, he learned that he should have been his greatest advocate. He shouldn't have pushed through pain, especially at this point in the season. If you're Bradley Beal, the team's 14 games below 500. The playoffs are a distant memory. And really, the Wizards aren't playing for much right now. And I hate to say that. I know it comes off as blunt, but... The Wizards aren't a championship contender. I can even understand the John Wall situation when the Wizards were playing against the Hawks in the semifinals, and it looked like they had a chance to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. And John Wall played through a broken hand, which is still unbelievable. Can't really believe that he did that, but he did. You can justify that if you're John Wall. If you're Bradley Beal and you're in this situation where you're 27 years old and you have the ability to earn this incredible contract, and go on to become an all-NBA player, and perhaps lead the Wizards and maybe another team to a contending status. Basically, what I'm saying is there's a lot at stake for Bradley Beal here, and and the Wizards should really consider not playing him in this situation. He's missed multiple games. He's dealing with this nerve condition, I guess, and he played 30 minutes on Wednesday against Orlando Magic. It's hard to justify. Look, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know the ins and outs of this injury or the Wizards situation or how they've handled this. Beal's conversations with the medical staff because I'm sure they are vigilant in that way but if you're the Wizards you have to consider shutting them down if the situation is at at all hindering Bradley Beal if it's a cause for concern at all the Wizards aren't in a position to put him in a position where he should perhaps advance his injury or get get hurt further the Wizards are 14 games below 500 this team has no reason to play their star player if he's hurt and Bradley Beal, he, he wants to perhaps push through it. He said, I had to push through it eventually. But the reality is he doesn't have to push through it eventually. The Washington Wizards are not going to win a championship this year. I promise you they won't, right? The Washington Wizards are not contending for a championship this year. There is no reason for him to push through it eventually, as he says. He's missed four games prior to Wednesday. He could have rested against the Orlando Magic. This game was inconsequential. It truly was in the grand scheme of the Washington Wizards what they hope to accomplish, including retaining Bradley Beal for the future. 
Wednesday's game, playing him while he's dealing with this nerve condition, hard to justify. And I think it looks bad, plainly. Perhaps it isn't bad. I'm no doctor, but it looks bad. The optics of it, the fact that the Wizards are as bad as they are, the record indicates that they won't be making the playoffs. Sure, sure as hell won't be contending. The optics of this, playing him in this situation, just not a good look for the Washington Wizards. And we'll see how they manage it going forward. Maybe they do reconsider. Maybe the management comes to Bradley Beal or, or the or the medical staff tells him that he needs to shut it down, that, that it's just not worth the risk. Again, I'm no doctor, but it doesn't look good. And Quentin Mayo tweeted that the condition is characterized by tingling numbness and burning pain in the lower body. I mean, if you're 14 games below 500, how do you justify playing your star player if he's dealing with this? I mean, he admitted as such. He said that I've got some nerve stuff going on too. That scares me, just reading that alone. Bradley Beal shouldn't be putting himself in danger. I'll say that. Not that he would, but optics don't look good. Let's talk about something more positive. Though. Let's talk about Denny Avdia. The fact that he had a mini breakout, so to speak, against the Orlando Magic. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but guess what? Hoops is still going on in the NBA. Bet Online also covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Get your real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Get more analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA Draft with the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast. Scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of college basketball from credentialed draft experts. Follow the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcast. So let's talk about Denny Avdia. He had a mini breakout against the Orlando Magic. 16 points. He made six of his 10 shot attempts. Four made threes. He had the highest plus minus on the team with a plus 19. Denny Avdia needed this bad. He needed it desperately. He took 10 shots. After the game, Bradley Beal said that Russell Westbrook yells at Denny when he doesn't shoot. Um, when you watch him play on the court, it looks like he often defers to Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook often asks for the ball, especially when they're bringing the ball up the floor. But I digress there. It looks good. It looks good. Look, Denny Avdia looks good when he shoots. It's it's sometimes that simple. For a player to look like they're a capable player, it requires them shooting the ball. And I know that's boiling it down to its simplest terms, but really for Denny Avdia, that's what it is. He's a player who is very capable. He's very skilled. The Wizards drafted him ninth overall for that reason. He was a projected top five pick for that reason. He can handle the ball as a 6'9 forward. He can shoot it as a 6'9 forward as he's shown. Um, his instincts are very good. He just makes the right plays. He showed that he can contribute early in the season. And then the Wizards stopped going to Denny Avdia and kind of slotted him as a spot-up shooter, which he was never projected to be. But he showed that he can knock down shots. He made four threes on Wednesday but more importantly again 10 shot attempts this season for the Wizards 
probably won't result in a playoff spot. Obviously, won't be contending. So what is the goal here if you're the Wizards? The goal is to make sure the likes of Denny Avdia and Rui Hachimura, who also made his return on Wednesday, had a bit of a rough game, but guess what? He hasn't played in a while. And, and Rui had some good games prior to his injury. But if you're the Washington Wizards, the goal is to make sure Denny and Rui are continuing to develop and that they're continuing to show that they can contribute at a high level. Maybe not this year immediately, but next year and the years after because the Wizards need building blocks. Rui and Denny have shown flashes of being that. Denny's obviously still very young, hasn't even finished his first season in the league, but 16 points. Uh, and, and he looked good doing it. He looked assertive. He looked confident. And when Denny Avdia is playing with confidence, he's a very good young player. He's an asset to the team. And the Wizards need to keep going to him because, like I said, the season is about developing these young players, especially at this point in the season when the Wizards really aren't competing for much. Wizards need to make sure they're getting the most out of Denny Avdia because he is really full of talent. He's one of those players where he oozes talent. He's not hyper-athletic. He's not going to make big-time flashy plays, but he makes key plays. He sets good screens. He He's a very good pick-and-roll ball handler for a player his size, and he's shown that he can shoot it a little bit from the outside too. So the Wizards need to let him do that more often, give the ball to Denny Avdia some more, and let him shine. So, hey... Our fans from Israel, I know you love that game on Wednesday. So we want to thank you for listening. As always, we'll be back with you again tomorrow. If you haven't already, go subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts. It's Lockdown Wizards, guys. Anthony will be back with us tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy the win. Enjoy Danny Adia's game. And Bradley Beal, it's a little bit of a concern, but we'll see what develops there. We'll be back with you again tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Lockdown podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.